0: Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect, a podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the podcast for One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. This is Tyrene Martinson, and today I have the privilege of talking to you about Genesis 17, verses 1 through 27 in the Correlation to our study on Romans for Romans chapter 4, verses 1 through 25, which Pastor Peter talked about on Sunday, describing it as a way of seeing the anatomy of faith through the story of Abraham, which relates directly to our passage on Genesis 17, which is all about Abram and becoming Abraham, and how that took place. So, Matt uh, jokingly talked about how I was going to have to deal with circumcision in my podcast today when he had his podcast yesterday. But the reality is, is that the Romans passage actually makes that a moot point because it says in verse. Three, for what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. So it was counted to him as righteousness before the circumcision. Uh, And then the circumcision was a seal of righteousness or a sign of his righteousness and being set apart by God. So I'm not going to get into all the stuff with circumcision today because I, I feel like that's been taken care of by that Romans passage. Uh, Discussing how it is a sign of Abraham's righteousness and a a seal of the covenant, but not, again, not the righteousness itself. Because the righteousness that Abraham had was a righteousness of faith. He believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. So the part that I'm actually going to focus on is the second part in the verses and again, you are welcome to, as I always say, read the whole passage for yourself. Focus on the parts that are hitting you the most that you feel that God is calling you to pay attention to. But today, I'm going to focus on uh, God's speech to Abraham about Sarai, who became uh, Sarah, and how God would bless her and give her a son, um, give Abraham and Sarai, a son. And it says, I will bless her and she will become nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said to himself, shall a child be born to a man who is a 100 years old? Shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. God said, No, but Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son, and you shall call his name Isaac, which means laughter. And it says, I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. He shall father twelve princes, and I will make him into a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this time next year. So the interesting thing about this this section of verses about Abraham is to me, it has always stood out that Isaac's name means laughter. And how even though Abraham has been given righteousness, his belief has been credited to him by God as righteousness, he's still He laughs at this wild notion that God is going to bless him with a son through Sarah when they're both in old age. So it's interesting because Abraham has this living and loving relationship with God, but it's a very open relationship. It's kind of like what Sierra talked about a couple of days ago on the podcast. He brings God everything. He brings him his questions. He brings him his doubts. He brings him his concerns. And he believes and it's credited to him as righteousness. And I think about this and what this looks like in my life. And I have to ask myself, do I go to God with everything? Do I go to God with not only my joy and my praise, but also my doubts and my concerns and my worries? Do I go to God with the small things and the big things? Or do I just go to God with only only big problems um, and the question is why don't I go with to God with everything why don't I talk to God every day like he's my best friend because Jesus as my Savior has has given me and all of us this ability to be adopted by God as part of the family we are God's family we can go and talk to him about everything and anything. And whether it's it's a small thing or a big thing, whether it's something we're happy about or excited about or something that we're sad about, we can go to God with it all. And we see Abraham doing that. And I think that's the kind of belief that was credited to him as righteousness, the fact that he goes to God with everything. And I would hope that we each would go to God with everything And that act of circumcision, (laughs) coming back to that, it's not something that I really love to contemplate, but God had a reason for it. He wanted to set his people apart. And while I think that faith in God is the most important part, I don't know. I don't know all the mysteries of why God asks us to do certain things. But I do know that he works through the the reality of our world he works through the the physicality of our world as well as the spiritual part of our world because our god in jesus christ came as god and man to dwell among us and he knows how to work with us in both the the mundane and in small things of our lives, as well as the the big huge uh, spiritual kind of joyful triumphs. And so I think it's, it's one more reason to say, okay, God gets us. He gets us to the very core of our means. He gets the DNA of us because he made us. He knows that we're physical as well as spiritual. We are emotional as well as intellectual because God designed us to be that way. And when we go to him with all of the stuff, he hears us and we can have a full and awesome relationship with him. So the reason I think Pat picked this passage is not only does it go directly alongside the verses in Romans, but also because I think she knew that <laughs> the the reality of how God is with us in every moment of our lives, in in the, the embarrassing moments and the good moments, in the physical moments and the spiritual moments and the emotional moments and the intellectual moments, and the places where all those things intersect. So if you will, please pray with me. Awesome God, we thank you for the fullness of the life that you've given us. We thank you for the fullness of our lives in Jesus Christ. And knowing that you have saved us and you love us and you want to have that everything, everywhere, all the time, all at once relationship with us. We can trust you with everything. Our embarrassing moments, our highlight moments, our sad moments, our angry moments. Lord, we know we can trust you and we can go to you with it all like Abram did, like so many heroes of the faith who Yes, they made mistakes. Yes, they were sinners saved only by God's grace, just like we are. We ask you to help us to remember to be like them and to go to you with everything. Not because it's going to buy us righteousness, because you already did for that that for us on the cross. You purchased our salvation and our righteousness for us. But Lord, we ask that you would help us to remember that we can continue to have a close and amazing relationship with you thank you lord amen